Welcome to the Fantastic Magic Center. I'm Kent Cummins, and I'm going to share the real secrets of magic. For the past two weeks, we've been talking about magic with animals, and I'm going to continue that, but not live animals. No, I don't mean dead animals. I mean animal tricks, but I'm not using live animals for them. And the primary one I want to tell you about was called the skunk vanish. Now, it's not a live animal, but many magicians use Rocky the raccoon, which is a, a stuffed animal with a spring inside that makes it move in a very realistic manner, sort of. And uh, lots of magicians use it. It's a very funny prop. It's uh, one of the things I would consider puppetry in magic. And in addition to Rocky Raccoon, which I have owned but never really used in my shows, they make a skunk. And it's a very funny looking skunk that has a spring inside so you can make it move and look really realistic. <laughs> Again, sort of. And something else that I accumulated when I was a teen magician, in addition to that skunk, I accumulated three little finger puppets that were skunks. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do with these? And Popular Mechanics Magazine had a couple of issues that uh, gave away the secrets of magic, but the reason they did that is because they showed you how to build the tricks. That was their, their reason for doing this. And one of the tricks that they showed us how to build was a small animal vanish. I suppose it was intended for a small rabbit or, uh, or maybe even doves. I don't know. But it was a box uh, that you put the small animal into, and then you took the box all apart, and people thought the animal was hiding beneath the table drape. But then you take the table drape off and lift up the table, and sure enough, that animal has completely disappeared. I did make up one. I was probably in high school, maybe college at LSU when I actually built it. I may very well have gotten my brother Carter, who is brilliant at building things and has built many of my illusions. I may have gotten him to help. I don't remember now. But I remember painting it black and uh, putting together the routine. And I, back then, always had a beautiful assistant. And so this is the way the routine went. I would uh, say uh, that I was going to produce a rabbit out of my hat. I would show the hat empty and then reach inside and pull out a skunk. Well, the Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon shows were very popular in the afternoons in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, back when I was a teenager. One of the little things that they would frequently show over and over again was... Uh, Rocky says, and now I'll pull a rabbit out of my hat. And he pulls out something ridiculous like a skunk and says, oops, wrong hat. And then next time maybe he'd pull out a lion. The next time he'd pull out a snake or whatever. But it was always wrong hat. And because that was popular, most people were familiar with that. And so when I'm producing the skunk out of the hat, I would immediately say, wrong hat. And uh, people that were familiar with the cartoon bit would laugh and other people would laugh anyway because it's funny on its own. So I have just produced a skunk, not a live skunk, but a skunk out of my top hat. 
I looked disgusted, put the hat back on my head, as I recall, and then I put the skunk into this little black box. My assistant comes out with a flit gun. If you don't know what a flit gun is, you are too much younger than me to understand, but just think of it as bug spray. It's a little gadget that you push the handle back and forth, whoosh, 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 and uh, flit, a bug insect killer, sprays out. And so uh, she would come out, and I would open up the box, and she would spray inside it. We would hold our noses, and then I'd close it up. And then I would take the box apart, piece by piece, and she would grab them. That showed that there was nothing in the box, but there was a table drape. Then I would pick up the table drape and display a little sign that says, Gone. Uh, I think that may have been like the bottom piece of the box. Anyway, I remember doing that, and before I got married, but not that much before, because my girlfriend, Margot, was my beautiful assistant, and she was one of the people who would walk on stage in her sexy costume and push the flit gun and uh, help me make the skunk disappear. As she walked off, I took off my hat, reached inside, and to my disgust, apparently, there was a little baby skunk, and then another baby skunk, and then another baby skunk. And so that was the, the trick that I called the skunk vanish, <laughs> a reasonable enough name, and I had made it myself. And later, after Margot and I were married, she said, I hated that trick. She felt it was very demeaning. And in the first place, the idea of a sexy girl assistant is really sort of demeaning, if you think about it. Uh, people should be working together, uh, but the world was different back in the 1950s and early 1960s. Not necessarily better, but different. And uh, Margot retired from being a stage assistant uh, after just uh, two or three years of, of doing it. But she did confide later on that that was her least favorite trick. She really did not like that trick. And at some point, I went ahead and sold it, probably in the world-famous Austin Magic Auction. And for those of you who wonder, wait, what's that? What's the world-famous Austin Magic Auction? Well, you might hear me talking about it in this podcast. Or you could go to austinmagicauction.com. I happen to know that the next one will be the first Saturday in November. Of, And so, that's the Skunk Vanish. I stopped performing it. I sold it. I uh, moved on, did other tricks. But when it was time for my 70-year celebration, this was, I realized early in 2019 that I have been doing magic for 70 years, ever since I was six years old. And I thought, well, that deserves a celebration. And so I booked the beautiful Scottish Rite Theater uh, in Austin, Texas, in downtown Austin, and wound up doing three different shows in one day to various audiences. And I really wanted to do the skunk vanish again because it was one of the tricks that I did frequently in my early career. I remember it was part of my floor show in Germany back in 1960, let's see, 1966 and 1967 would have been when that, uh, when I was producing skunks out of my hat in Germany. And so I really wanted to, to perform that. A magician who lived in Sun City, a retirement community, was getting rid of all of his magic stuff because they were moving and downsizing. 
and he had just given me some bunch of boxes and trunks full of junk, some of it pretty good magic, uh, much of it not. But there was this red wooden box that didn't work. I mean, I couldn't figure out, you couldn't really show it empty and produce something. You couldn't really put something in it and make it disappear. You couldn't change one thing into another. What was this red wooden box originally made for? It appeared to be homemade, and so he must have had some idea, but I lost contact with him, and it was just sitting on a shelf somewhere, and I thought, I wonder if I can turn that red box into the skunk vanish, and I looked up in my old magazines and found the original plans, and then I did some tweaking here and there, and I got my son to help me with some of the hardware, and we tried this and we tried that, and we actually did get it working so that I could make the skunk disappear. And I still had the skunk and the baby skunk finger puppets. Somehow or other had gotten rid of the flit gun, but you know, you can get anything on Amazon. And so I ordered a new flit gun, which was actually frustrating because I know at one point I owned two of them, but we must've gotten rid of them during the big move when we sold our house uh, almost 10 years ago now. So I now had a skunk vanish. It was red instead of black, but that's okay. And I had tables and cloths and stuff like that. I ordered the flit gun and I had the skunk and the finger puppets. So now I was ready to go. And I knew that Margot hated this trick. I knew that she would be in the audience for my show. Back then I was working with my younger granddaughter, the amazing Adele. And I asked her what she thought about the trick. And she thought it was cool. In fact, later on, she and Gigi, her grandmother, my wife, Margot, had a discussion about it. She said, Gigi, why did you think it was demeaning? And Gigi explained it to her. I don't know that she understood completely because, again, it's a different world. I never treated the amazing Adele as a beautiful assistant. I always treated her as a junior magician. So our, our entire relationship on stage was completely different. It worked well, but she thought the skunk vanish was very cool, and she was happy to come out and push the flick gun and make it work. And so even though it's not really a trick with a live animal, it's uh, one of the tricks that I did when I was young and did again now that I'm older, and I still like it. And when I'm doing a big stage show, I may still make that skunk disappear. So I've told you that it was... Margot's least favorite trick, and then I told you I really wanted to perform it for my 70-year celebration, and you may wonder, uh, why would you do that to somebody you've been married to for so long and love so much? And uh, I thought it would be funny. I was hoping that she would think it was funny. But to be fair, as my granddaughters say, I did have something else in mind as well. So I performed the skunk vanish, with the amazing Adele assisting. And then I went to the apron, I went to the front of the stage and informed the audience that this was my wife's least favorite trick, but that to be fair, I was going to also perform her favorite trick. And her favorite trick was the zombie skull. She just thought that was a beautiful and amazing illusion and it's one that she may not have ever performed with me, but it's one that uh, she saw me perform. And uh, once again, I had the amazing Adele as my assistant 
And if you'd like to learn more about the zombie skull, then by all means, go to one of my earlier podcast episodes. It's called The Zombie Apocalypse. What are we going to talk about next week? I don't know. What sounds interesting? Tune in and find out. I'm Kent Cummins. Join us next time for more tales from the Fantastic Magic Center. And if you'd like even more information, well, join us on our website, fantasticmagiccenter.com.